Welcome back to another episode of Hammer Time. I'm your host, Amr Hatoum, a small business owner of Gear Up Surplus. And on this episode, we will be talking about the importance of understanding alternative viewpoints. Um, I'll talk a little bit about how that contributes greatly to personal growth as well as success. And then I'll get into the importance it had on my business of Gear Up. Um, by listening and paying attention to differing viewpoints of how I initially wanted to run the business and go about things and the direction I ended up actually taking. We will then get into an article talking about how understanding uh, differing views can contribute directly to your success. And then we will end this episode like every episode with a quote of the episode. So, without further ado, I welcome you to another episode of Hammer Time. Let's get to work. So, I'm releasing this episode a little bit strategically on Election Day. Um, By the time I post about it, it'll be after I have casted my vote for our presidential election. Uh, The fourth presidential election I have the privilege of being able to vote in. And I think it's important now more than ever to kind of discuss how it's important to understand alternative viewpoints regardless of who the person is or what the topic is in order to better service yourself. We are in a situation with uh, our country here in the U.S. that has some – has a two-party system that has some pretty differing views. And if you latch on to only one side and, you know, uh, Republican, 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 Democrat, 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 I'm far left, I'm far right, it's, you know, what they say is bogus. And you get into this kind of um, situation where you're just kind of at odds with everything. You are doing yourself a disservice and you are doing candidates that you have the privilege of voting for a disservice by being closed-minded to only what you think are truly your viewpoints. I hate to break it to you, but neither party is perfect. There's some good and there's some bad viewpoints from both parties. And if you're unable to see that and truly say, you know, you know some of those things that, you know, Biden says, I, I agree with. I think that kind of makes sense. Or, you know, Trump's done some good in this area. And, you know, I kind of like what he's saying here. And I think that really would be good for our country. There's nothing wrong with that. That, that is showing that you are being an intelligent human being and you are working towards growing and understanding differences to help mold what you feel might be a better solution. Um, a, a political issue is, you know, free health care. I think everybody can agree that if there is a way for everybody to have free health care and not have to pay insurance while also not having to, you know, pay for it through taxes, there's not a single soul that wouldn't be in favor of that while also still getting the, the great medical care we are able to have here because doctors can come here and make their money so they want to work here in the United States for that reason, and we get the best healthcare professionals here for that reason. There, there's nobody that would disagree with it. It comes down to the plans that have been put in place for us so far. 
And you can take things from both sides and be like, no, I agree with what he says on this realm and I agree with what she says on this realm or whoever it might be and form kind of your own opinion by listening to viewpoints on both sides or or alternative viewpoints. You are starting to stimulate your mind. And this is not just with politics. This is with everything. You begin to stimulate your mind and start to truly think and reflect and form some opinions to help you grow both internally as well as mentally. And that's a that's a tremendous key and asset to your journey of success. If you are closed-minded, you will stunt your ability for growth. And I used to be like that. You know, personally, if if you said something that was different than me, I would just start arguing with you and say no. Now, and I drive my brother crazy, Laith, crazy about this a lot of times, is I play devil advocate to everything he says. Um, because him and I are a lot alike with our personalities. And it's very easy to kind of get into this mentality where, no, this is what I believe, period. What you're saying is too far-fetched. There's, it's just wrong. And that's it. Where if... I come to him or he comes to me and he says something that I don't necessarily agree with. And we say, well, you know, t- tell me a little bit more about what, why, you know, why exactly do you feel that way? And you start to listen and understand you might change your mind or you might just be like, you know what? Some of those points he said kind of make sense. Um, whether, whatever party you are with, whatever view you have on a certain situation, you are still able to take something from the alternative view and apply it towards your thinking. That's what's called forward thinking. It's what's called being progressive. Um, and you have to do that with literally everything in life. You know, granted, a lot of things are black and white, you know, with from a moral standpoint, I, I firmly believe that. You know, there's right and there's wrong. But there's a lot of things where, you know, it's kind of right. It can be right, but so-and-so can also be right. And when you start to do that and kind of take that mentality where you go not in a, in a offensive mode and you more sit back and actually listen with the intent to understand rather than just hear and show that you're listening, you end up servicing yourself and those around you better because you become a more complete person and you help yourself progress and that can be in business that can also be in school that could be in sporting if you're pursuing a sports career whatever your dreams and goals are in life whenever you take something and hear a differing viewpoint you can learn something when i used to coach football we ran this we ran this um, fast pace Heavy offense, quick. We were running a collegiate offense at a Pop Warner level. And, you know, hurry up type offense. We spread the field out. We had athletes galore. It was great. I didn't say, no, no, this is the offense. I don't want to hear anything I, anything anyone has to say. I listened to my dad, who was the head coach, who ran a punch mouth style of football and who played for a state championship team at THS with a punch mouth style of football. I listened to other coaches that were on the staff and were around me that said, 
you know, these kind of plays work. This is how we run it. And they were more of a heavy power offense. And you learn from different viewpoints and you're able to apply it to your team or to your life. And from that, you're able to make yourself better. And in my situation, my offense better and my kids better and put them in better situations. There was one game where I literally stole, not stole, I asked these coaches from Flagler how they run a certain play. Like I love the play. He literally told me it's a cross block here. You run right off the hip and it opens up. We played New Smyrna. We had Cameron Ackerman at left tackle and we ran the same play probably all game long. They couldn't stop it. It wasn't my play. I learned it from Flagler. I taught these kids how to cross block. Cameron Ackerman dominated people on the offensive line. He would crash down and then we would, we would run this cross block scheme and our running backs, whether it was Jay or Tremarier or Rasheen or AJ or whoever it might be in that backfield, we had, a, we had a nice little backfield back there. They would rip off 7, 15, 20, 30 yards. You know, I mean, it didn't hurt that I had JV and Hawkins back there a lot of the times who's doing the same thing in college. And I had Rasheen Lynn back there who's about to start doing the same thing. And Tremarier Charles who kicked ass and I had, a, I had an amazing offensive line. Uh, with Cameron Ackerman, as well as some other good boys on there, like, you know, Nathan Meeks and Caden Austin and Lath and Jordan Williams, who's serving in our great Navy right now. So, but, but from another viewpoint, we were able to take, I was able to take a play and apply it to a differing style of offense and find success with it. And that's an example from coaching. But when you do this with life, you set yourself up for success. You have to learn from other people's actions, learn from your own mistakes, learn from their mistakes, but you also have to listen with the intent of understanding in order to grow. And from a personal standpoint, it is critical to do that in order for you to find some kind of groove or success that you can kind of latch onto and hold onto and continue to be able to mold yourself to move forward. Now, from a business standpoint, it's the same thing. Um, You have to understand alternative views. And one of the first things I did when I took over Gear Up was I went and read our reviews. And we had some unfavorable reviews on Google. And I went and read them, each and every one of them. And I replied to each and every one of them. And granted, some of them were upsetting, but you, from reading those reviews, I took a different viewpoint of what they had of their perception of a store that I inherited. And I decided that I needed to make those changes and apply to them to cater to these customers and the perception they have. It was disorganized. It was a little bit messy. There was no pri- there wasn't pricing here and there. And had I not done that and just said, you know what? I'm taking over the store. I'm going to work my magic. I'm going to do what I have to do. And, you know, I'm just going to live in my own head. Then I would have stunted the growth of Gear Up and it would have taken me a long, uh, uh, even longer time to figure out things in order to move forward. Um, one of the first things I did is I reached out to some people. You know, some of my friends who like to hunt, I said, what, what can I cater to? Shane Spurley is one of them. I, I asked him, I said, what do you think? He said, you have ghillie suits. Maybe start carrying some ghillie suits. So, which we carried, we had ghillie suits in the past, but we didn't have any at the time. Now we have an overabundance of ghillie suits and camo netting. And guess what? Now we have a service to a hunting crowd 
that they can stop in the store and get some necessities that they might need. That's from th- that's a very minute example. I got a Google review after I had taken over, and it wasn't a horrible review, but it, it was probably one of my it was probably my worst review I had since taking over. I think it was a three star or four star review, but he basically said. Um, I don't know how they consider themselves a military surplus store. It's a lot of more manufactured stuff, um, blah, 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 blah. And it upset me. You know, it upset me. It was a, it was a viewpoint where I had all these, oh, this store, is, this store has a little bit of everything. It's nice and organized. They have a lot of cool stuff. The customer service is great. And then I get this review and kind of like, what the heck? And I'm about to type back. I started typing back, defending it, and I actually hit send, and I told Rami, and Rami's like, my brother, he's like, you're a business owner, delete that, take it, run with it, learn with from it. And from him criticizing the military surplus aspect, I made a decision that I needed to build that leg of the business a little bit more. I'm not going to be strictly military surplus, because in my opinion, from what I viewed, I felt like if I stayed surplus in the area I was at... I would not be able to sustain from a business standpoint. But I also took what he had to say about my surplus inventory and said, okay, I need to beef this up a little bit better. I'm not doing a good enough job. There's still customers out there that come here strictly for military surplus and um, use type items. Time for me to step it up. And that was the focus since that review for me big time and was supposed to be a a big part of the focus going into 2020. Obviously, different things happen with the coronavirus and some other uh, unfortunate situations where, you know, I'm in an election year. I I said, you know what, I need to kind of pause this uh, aspect of the store and build up my tactical brand of the store so that people and uh, civilians that want to have the tactical gear that they need, they have it. And going right into the tactical elements, um, a lot of people needed different accessories for, you know, for hunting and their rifles and things like that. So slings was one of the areas where we're fully stocked, 2.3.1 single point slings all in stock. So people have a store to come to to be able to gear up with that kind of stuff. Um, Another aspect is I've had, you know, we have a very close relationship with the fire department. And we had some fire department and EMS and EMTs come in asking for these certain type of belts. Um, they were a high price point. I wasn't sure about the belts. You know, it was a different viewpoint. I was like, I don't think people are going to pay that. It was, it was a high cost to me, so a little bit of a greater risk. And it was a high price point, so I wasn't sure customers were actually going to come in and get them. Um, but I had two or three people that spoke to me about them. And from their viewpoints, which were alternative than mine, I said, you know what? I'm going to get these in. If I eat the cost and I take a loss, you know, whatever, I I at least tried. I got these belts in and they're selling like hotcakes. People love them. And they're high quality belts. They're made in the USA. They have a Cobra buckle. They're great for concealed carry. They're great for uh, the people who are out there working all the time with from fire, EDs, from EMT to hold all their gear to an everyday civilian. Great quality belts. And had I been stubborn and said, no, 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 it's too high of a price point. I don't think people are going to pay that. Like some people were complaining about prices. I can't compete with the Amazons and the Ebays. And I would have never got those in. I would have never been able to sell them. Instead, I, I, I moved them pretty well. 
And my profit margin is not great, but it's at least another increase for profit for the business. And that comes from understanding a different viewpoint and learning from it and moving forward with it. And you have to constantly do that. And with my business, I am always listening and learning and trying to understand what people's needs. It doesn't mean you take any and everything everyone requests or says to you. You know, some things just aren't doable. But if you're at least trying to understand where they're coming from and see if there is a way to cater to that, then you do so. You know, it is essential you listen to your customers. It is essential you listen to other successful people, to other business owners, in order to help your business find that consistent success and sustainment of success. So now I am about to talk about an article from entrepreneur.com whose article is all about perspective. The article entitled Understanding the Other Person's Perspective Will Radically Increase Your Success. And they've listed a few few, uh, points here. Uh, Number one, think of others. You know, before... Before you go about doing something, before you answer, think of other people and how it might affect them uh, first. From this selfless kind of thinking, you automatically put yourself in somebody else's shoes, making yourself a little bit more empathetic and considerate of how other people might feel and why they might feel a certain way. Number two, emotional regulation and empathy goes right back to number one and, and what I was saying. Um, you, you have to be compassionate. You have to be understanding when other people are talking and get a perspective before you just kind of react. Number three, correctly reading other people. Uh, Selma will tell you this is an area I might struggle with at times, you know, uh, but I think most men do with women in my defense. Uh, but you got to read other people. You got to read situations. You got to read why other people might be saying certain things or acting a certain way. And from that and taking a step back and analyzing before reacting, you end up setting yourself up a little bit better. Number four, interpreting words. Um, sometimes people speak indirectly. I am very, very guilty of that. I talk in codes. You know, ask someone. I say things without saying things. Uh, For people, and if you're still not getting it, then I'll just come out and say it. But it's important to truly analyze people's words based on their personalities. Some people are not just these, you know, straightforward, brash, blunt people. Some people kind of take a step back and kind of say things in a different manner. And based on the person, you have to interpret their words a little bit differently. It's not easy, but from this perspective and this intuition, you're able to set yourself up a little bit better to successfully uh, read people and help you on your journey. Number five, respecting differences. Kind of like what we talked about in the first segment. Different opinions, different viewpoints doesn't necessarily mean uh, they're wrong. You know, Sometimes there's right and truth to any and everything if you choose to be open-minded and look for it. Um, it's important that we respect other people's uh, opinions and differences, and we all come together and we help ourselves grow by working towards and building on those blocks that are presented in front of us. Number six, get to know people. You know, we are all humans at the end of the day. 
It does not – some people you don't click and vibe with. There's nothing wrong with that. But you at least make the attempt to get to know them a little bit better. And from knowing more people, you get a better understanding of people and tendencies which can help you um, get along with more people and help you also with you know your businesses or whatever your goals are to successfully move forward in this journey. Number seven, analyze each person's personality, kind of like what we were talking about. You know, everybody has a different kind of personality. Some people joke. Some people are very dry and don't really, you know, have a sense of humor where they're joking all the time. They're just kind of serious. And based on the person's personality is going to determine how you're able to read and interact with that person. Uh, But from understanding perspective, you will radically increase your success. And those are seven recommendations from entrepreneur.com to help you along that journey. All right, now we've come to the part of the episode that is our quote of the episode. This quote comes from John Denver, who was an American singer, songwriter, and activist. Um, He traveled and lived in numerous locations while growing up in his military family. Uh, But he began his music career with folk music groups in the late 60s. And then he kind of found his own niche as a singer in the 70s. And he was somebody who had 33 albums and singles that were certified gold and platinum in the U.S. And he literally has sales estimated at 33 million. So somebody who found much success and interacted with a lot of people. Quote, I believe that we are here for each other, not against each other. Everything comes from an understanding that you are a gift in my life, whoever you are, whatever our differences, close quote. And that's truly a powerful quote, ties right into what what we were talking about today. You know, at the end of the day, we're all here to help each other. Even if somebody's not intentionally trying to help you, you can utilize their personality, the way they go about things, and find a way to... To help yourself while also attempting to help them. We're in this together. You know, we all should be striving to be a better version of ourselves. And all of that comes from an understanding. You know, everyone, everything is a gift in your life. You know, every lesson is a blessing. I've said it multiple times on podcasts, and it's it's true. You know, whatever the differences, whoever the people, whatever your viewpoints, don't be closed-minded. Listen with the intent to understand from understanding, build on it, and strive to make yourself a better you. I appreciate you guys for listening to another episode of Hammer Time. Uh, Regardless of how this election turns out, let's not lose any friends over it or any teeth. Um, and I appreciate the subscriptions, the comments, the likes. I apologize. I was a week late on this episode. Uh, I will try to be back again next Monday in the normal routine. Whether you're listening to this in the morning, at the beginning of the week, the end of the week, um, daytime, nighttime, make it a great day. Make it a great night. Make it a great week. Make it a great weekend. And let's get to work.